What's going on guys? Welcome back or welcome to the Run Free Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Today we're going to continue on with the making of an Olympian series. Hope you guys have enjoyed the last two episodes. And if you guys miss those, this isn't just about how to become an Olympian. This is about you chasing your dreams and how do we go about doing that. And uh, what things do we need to develop inside of ourself, inside of our mind, inside of our heart to go after those goals and those big dreams that we have for 2020. So uh, this will be the third part of this episode. And then what we're going to do actually is I'm going to do today's episode, which I'm stoked on. And then we're going to take a little bit of break from this. And we're going to hop into myths, nutrition myths, which this is going to be fun. So this is coming from, I read an article recently, there's like top 20 nutrition myths of 2020 um, from these guys who I love following their stuff, their website. I'll tell you all about it next week. Uh, But anyways, just stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a little bit interesting, a little bit controversial, but I think I learned a lot from reading this article and then we're going to kind of go through it and I'm going to give you kind of a runner's perspective on it. So that's coming up next week. So look forward to that. But this week, Olympians feel like they belong. So I want to start out with a question for you guys. Have you guys ever showed up to the starting line of a race and maybe it's a race that's like a higher caliber race. Maybe it's Boston Marathon. Uh, Maybe it's a track race when you're in middle school and you're brand new to the sport of running and this is your first race and you're looking around at everyone around you and you're like man everyone looks super fit here and i don't feel that fit and you start questioning yourself you start doubting um whether or not you belong with this group of people because you're what you're doing is you're trying to elevate your game to the next level and you don't feel like you fit in with this new group of people that you're trying to fit in with. Just to illustrate my point, an example from my career. So this is a funny story. Back when I was my first marathon, my debut was at London Marathon. Just to give you guys a little bit of background, I just set the American record in the half marathon. And uh, that kind of opened up the doors for me for my, my debut marathon. Because I was planning to debut at the London Marathon. I mean, sorry, the LA Marathon. And then Houston happened. London opened up their arms. And I went and ran London. And uh, London, to this day, I'd say is probably the hardest marathon in the world to win. They seem to get the best fields in the world. Um, you know, Berlin, you get guys going and chasing world records. But the depth of London is very hard to beat. Um, just bring out the best guys in the world and a whole bunch of them. So I always said that London Marathon's harder to win than the Olympic Games. But just my opinion on that. Amazing marathon, by the way. If you guys are looking for a really amazing experience, it's super hard to get into. Um, I don't even know the system they have in place. But if you ever get the chance, London Marathon's definitely one of my faves. But my first marathon, so it was at London Marathon, and the, as they always do, they had like the best field in the world assembled. And at the time, Paul Turgot, he was the world record holder in the men's marathon. And he was like 204 and change. But they had like Paul Turgot, they had um, Haile Gibra Selassie, they had Khalid Kanuchi, who's still the American record holder in the marathon, 205 guy, previous world record holder. And the list just went on and on. That Meb was in there, he, he just won a silver medal at the Athens Olympics. And uh, who else was in there? It was just loaded. Oh, the Olympic champion was in there, Stefano Baldini from Italy. And so it just loaded up field, just crazy how, how deep it was. And here I am, like 20, I think I was 23 at the time, going in my first marathon. 
and having never run one before like you can imagine how nervous i was i'm racing against the very best guys in the world and just feel like slightly out of place you know the like these are guys who like i've been watching on television that i had literally like on uh, the front page of my folders my binders my high school binders i'd like put pictures of runners like famous runners on there so i have like highly gaber salasi paul turgot all these guys so like these are kids i like grew up just like watching on television and just being in awe of you know and now like i'm about to line up with these guys so you can imagine how much i felt this sensation of like what am i doing like i'm way out of my league here like i do not belong here in at many levels like the fact that i've never run a marathon um, the fact that these guys are the very best guys in the world the fact that like i'm one of the few white guys who's gonna try and run with a whole bunch of african guys like that's definitely like just being honest being real here like that was an intimidating part of doing what I was trying to do is being like, I'm not even like from the same origin as these guys. Like these guys, most of them are coming from East Africa, you know, and here I am like an American white kid with super blonde hair <laughs> trying to run with all these guys who don't look like me at all. So it's very much like I don't belong in this situation. So funny story where we go through like all the pre-race stuff, the, t the tech meeting, the press conference, like all the stuff. And it's just building your nerves like the entire time. Like you're going, doing all this stuff, talking about the race, seeing all the athletes, like every single meal you go to, it's like, oh, there's Paul Turgot, there's a highlight, there's Meb, like everyone's eating their meals and you're like looking, seeing what they're eating, what's on their plate. And like, you're just kind of like in awe by like everything that's going on, you know, cause you're all staying in the same hotel. So you're just crossing paths like all the time. So, I'm going through this routine. Finally, we get to the end of the day, and Sarah and I are taking the elevator up to our room. We just eaten dinner. We're gonna turn in early, and uh, Paul Turgot gets in the elevator uh, with us, and we're just going up to our room. And like, I am like, I never even talked to him at that point. And like I said, he's a world record holder at the time, right? And so Sarah's in the elevator with me, and she's not nervous because she's not running, you know. So she, and plus, she's just super friendly. Like, she always likes to sit with the ethiopians or the kenyans and try and talk to them in their native language whenever we go to these races so she's always like very bold so anyways uh she says to paul she's like oh like what are you up to for the rest of the night and paul like not knowing english super well or maybe just misunderstanding her he's like oh tomorrow tomorrow going to be very fast very fast <laughs> and so like i'm already like all nervous you know but now i'm like <laughs> like the world record holder is saying tomorrow's gonna be really fast and they're talking about going out at world record pace you know so i'm like what like i can feel everything inside me just like shriveling up and like getting small and scared and timid you know like it, it just like was one of those moments where it just kind of hit me like oh man oh what am i doing here so that's for me that's my moment <laughs> and you guys might have similar moments where you're showing up to the starting line and you're just not sure if you belong with this group of people that you're trying to run with you're trying to compete with and so if that's you guys or if you've ever been in that position whether it's in running or a social situation i think we've all been there at some point in our life this episode's for you guys so i want to go through i want to talk about why you do belong that's really my goal is that you do belong here so 
funny, I'll, I'll just kind of conclude my story. So I run my last, my first marathon and the race went exceptionally well. I, I started with the second group, which was like me, the Olympic champion, Meb, like the New York City marathon champion <laughs> was in the second group. And uh, we ended up catching up to the lead group, like mile 14 into it. So I'm like literally running next to Highlight Gabriel Paul Turga, all these guys. I remember running next to Highlight and just being like, whoa, he's even like smaller than he looks on television. Like I felt like a giant next to him. So it really like surreal moment. Uh, ran, you know, race I was proud of. Uh, I, think, I don't even remember what place it was. I think it was like fifth or seventh or something like that. But I finished, I think one spot behind Paul Turgot because I remember seeing his gold jersey. I was kind of chasing it down that last home stretch and he finished just a little bit in front of me. And after the race, uh, he came up to me and he's like, he's like, that was your first marathon? Because he had no idea who I was, you know, in that elevator story. He's like, he didn't even know I was running the race because um, I was not on his grid at all. But after the race, he's like, whoa, like, he's like, amazing, amazing. And he put his hand on my head and he was just kind of like swirling the top of my head, like giving me a swirly or something. <laughs> so that's, that's the completion. You know, I started out not belonging, not feeling like I belonged and I ended up getting a swirly from the world record holder so feeling very much like I did belong in that moment <laughs> so let's run through like so how do you feel like you belong when you don't when you get to the start line and you're just like I don't I don't fit in here I shouldn't be here let me just pack things up and go home how, how do we get past that so what I want to start with is point number one first off like you're not crazy like it is so normal to feel this way like I guarantee you that Say if you're going to Houston, you're chasing Olympic trial standard time and you're looking around, you're in that that group of people, say the race starts and you're in that group that's chasing Olympic trials time and everyone's looking super fit. Like I guarantee you there's other people who are looking at other people on the starting line or as the race starts and being like, like I don't belong here. Like what am I doing? What am I thinking? Like I guarantee you, you are not the only one. So that's... First, what you should start with is like, I'm not alone here. Like, I'm not crazy for having this thought. Like, it's totally normal. I, like I've already explained, I've had my moments. Everyone has their moments where they don't feel like they belong. So don't beat yourself up for feeling like you don't belong. So this is just a part of getting to the next level. It's like when you try and raise your game, when you first try and attempt something, you're gonna feel like you don't belong there. Like. It happened to me every single part of my career. When I went from high school running to collegiate running, I felt like I didn't belong at the collegiate level. And then you master the collegiate level and then you go from there to the pro level. And I didn't feel like I belonged at the pro level. It's you, this is part of growing. This is part of getting to the next level is very normal to feel like I don't belong at this next level that I'm trying to, to run at. So let's get into why you do belong. I got eight simple points here for you guys. And first off, to start, you don't have to have all these things to feel like you belong. Like you just have to have one of these things to feel like you belong. And uh, everyone has one of these things I'm gonna talk about. So we all belong, that's, that's the end story. But let's start at the top here. So why do you belong? You belong because your training proves it. So for myself, I had never even been to the NCAA championships in college. My first three years, never even qualified, never been to the meet, never even went to watch. But my training proved that I was ready for it. 
And when your training proves you're ready to elevate to the next level, like that is one of the most important things. Like if you've trained to race at that level, then you're ready to race at the level. And then the game just becomes not psyching yourself out mentally by believing that you don't belong in this group, that you don't belong chasing this goal. So that's point number one. Your training proves it. If your training proves it, you belong. Point number two, because we are all human and we're all in this together. So I think just erasing these lines, that's really easy to draw up in our mind of like this person is so different than me because they've run so much faster than me. Like that's just a line that we drew and we elevated them as someone who's way different than us because of a performance they did. When in reality, like we're all human and anything is possible for any one of us on the day. So this is why I would intentionally not overstudy my my competitors when I was competing. So I would, I would be pretty ignorant on the starting line. Like I didn't want to know that Joe Schmo just ran a 10 minute world record in the half marathon on the start line. Like that doesn't help me to feel like I belong with this person, you know? So I think that's kind of a little nugget for you there. Like don't overanalyze the people in front of you to the point or the people around you to the point where you put them on a pedal stool that you yourself will never be at. So don't overanalyze your competitors. Just look at other people around you as being just as human as you are. All right, so point three, and I kind of touched on this already a little bit, but on any, you're gonna need to realize on any given day, anything is possible. And I've always said, this is one of my favorite things about running. We show up on the starting line, and sometimes, like I said, you don't even have to have one of these things. Sometimes the training doesn't improve, you're ready. And then all of a sudden, like you show up on the starting line, you hit a flyer of a day, you just feel magical for some reason. Like there's, there's this mystery in running that is we can't understand, even as coaches, you know, at Run Free, like we try and set up our athletes as well as we can. But there's, there's a little bit of a mystery component where you show up and like, and I love it, I see it as a positive uh, mystery. It can go both ways, you know. And there's also those experiences where you show up and you just have a, you just tank it, and there's not a good explanation for why. And you set yourself up as best as you possibly could, and you still tank it. But I like to look at the positive of it. It's like it's, you can also show up and have everything have gone wrong in your build up, your training, your nutrition. Maybe you're sick on race week. Like everything's gone wrong. You show up on race day and you just have a magical moment where you just feel like amazing this happened to me you know on that marathon challenge the world marathon challenge i ran i didn't even train for it and i'm running seven marathons in a row and had the worst one of the worst experiences of my life running my marathon in spain on day four and then i turn around on day five and just feel like a million bucks and there was no reason why i should have felt good no reason at all like there was not one physical thing i could identify and be like oh well it makes sense i felt good no no no. like it was just a complete mystery so let's remember that as we are staying on the starting line and me feeling a little self-conscious feeling like i don't know if i belong here i don't know if i belong with this group being like you know what like anything is possible today like trying really cultivate that belief that anything is possible and throw out your training throw out that sickness throw out whatever hard things you've gone through and just be like anything is possible today all right my next point and this is something 
for you guys who train with other people with in training groups. So you belong because you've trained with those who belong. And so going back to my original story of my first marathon in London, I did I was able to grab on a little bit to a sense of belonging because I wasn't even training with Meb, but Meb was uh, living and training in Mammoth. We were like neighbors. We live like 400 meters apart from each other. So, you know, we're hanging out, talking, and I'm observing his training. He trained with Bob Larson. That's why like a different coach with Terrence Mahan. So our groups didn't really uh, mingle. So we didn't do a lot of running together, but I observed him training. I knew what he was doing for training. And I knew like, hey, if I'm doing the same kind of stuff, which I was doing very similar training to what Meb was doing, I was like, if I'm doing the same stuff Meb was doing, like, then I belong with these people because this is the way they train. And so I'm going to race the way that they race. So you can piggyback your confidence, your sense of belongingness from the fact that you train with X, Y, and Z who is raced at the level you're trying to race at, or maybe who's on in the race with you, like Meb was in the race with me. And, you know, we were working together in that second group early on in the race. And I remember it really kind of like, calmed me to just be able to look over see meb be like this is just like practice if you know if this works for meb if this kind of training works for meb it's going to work for me so piggyback your sense of belongingness on the fact that you prepared for this race with people who have also run marathons and run them well run half marathons or 5ks or whatever it is you're training for all right uh point number was this five i think so all right, this one's pretty straightforward. I won't take a lot of commentating on this one, but you belong because your coach says so. <laughs> so sometimes you just need to like listen and trust your coach, you know? I know like for myself with my athletes that I'm coaching, like a lot of them don't have a great grid of like if they're actually ready to hit their goal pace that they're trying to hit to accomplish their goal. And, and rightfully so, you know, it's because they've not yet been there before. And so what I like to do with my athletes is just remind them, and if my athletes are listening to this, it's like, if I tell you guys you're ready to go, like you're ready to go because I've been doing this for 20 plus years. I know what kind of workouts you need to do to be ready. I know the fact that you've hit X, Y, and Z workout shows that you're ready to accomplish your goal. So make sure that if you're an athlete, like have a conversation with your coach. It, it used to always give me so much confidence when I would hear, when my coach would tell me like, hey, I think you're ready, like your workouts have shown, like you're ready to run your goal, you're ready to, and you know, it's not a guarantee, it's like coaches, like we don't know for sure, like we don't know exactly how things are gonna play out, but we know like if your fitness is there, it's there, and you may or may not hit your goal for sure, but if we tell you like you're able to hit your goal, that means like this is a very real possibility for you, and so like take confidence in that, and and feel like, if my coach says I belong with this group of athletes trying to accomplish this goal, then I do belong here. All right, next point is you belong because you've been there before. So this is one that you may or may not be able to do. Like I said, if you're racing like Houston or Rock and Roll Phoenix or racing this weekend, you might not be able to do this one very much, although it's never too late to visualize. I used to love to visualize in those last couple days before my race when I wasn't training hard and had a little bit extra time and felt the urgency to visualize. But putting yourself in 
accomplishing and putting yourself in your mind's eye in training and picturing yourself accomplishing your goal and running that perfect race that you so badly want to run like if you can live it out as realistically as humanly possible in training it does cultivate the sense of like i belong because i've seen myself do this over and over the more you see yourself do something the less awkward it is when you're actually there trying to do that so you guys hear that it's like the more you see yourself do something the less awkward it is when you're actually in that moment like go there in training over and over and over and over again like i tell my athletes i want you to use like every single workout especially those like super hard long sessions like i want you to use those to picture yourself in that race so that when we go to the start line of the race it's not it's not awkward it doesn't feel um foreign to you it's like it feels comfortable you you've seen this happen over and over and over again and then there's less questioning of like can i do this am i ready to do this do i belong here like all of that starts to evaporate when you've been there before quick example of that like when i've actually been there before when i was at the olympic trials trying to qualify for my second olympic team there was definitely a bigger sense of belonging because i'd been there before i'd already been to the olympics i'd already qualified before but for most of us who we haven't been there yet we have to do this through visualization so visualize yourself accomplishing your goals over and over and over again in training so it's not foreign to you when you get out there so you feel like you belong once you are in that moment all right as usual save the best one for last so lastly a lot of when you really dig down deep into like why do i feel like i don't belong with this group of people why do i not belong at this race trying to go after this goal a lot of it comes back to confidence it's like you don't feel like you belong because you're not confident so quick illustration on this when i first retired from pro running i got into weightlifting and i was i didn't have my home gym set up yet so i was going into the gym and any of you guys have been here before where you're like you just hate going into the gym because you feel like the moment you walk in there like everyone is staring at you and like every single exercise every single rep you do you feel like all the eyes of the gym are like glued on you like that was very much how i felt i was a hundred and i don't know under 140 pounds and super super weak and i just literally i'd wear a hat and i try not to look at anyone in the gym <laughs> like i just had my eyes my hat down my brim down low and it felt like every eye in the gym was glued to me and it's because i was not confident at all i had zero confidence I was like, I didn't even know if I was performing these lifts correctly. I was super weak. I was super embarrassed about my strength, my size. Like, just talk about like feeling like you don't belong. Man, I did not feel like I belonged in that gym at all. And now it's funny for me, you know, when I'm on the road, I have my home gym at home, so I don't really go in the gym that often. But when I'm on the road now, I don't have this experience at all. And why? It's just a hundred percent now because I'm confident. I'm confident in my strength. I'm confident in how I'm performing my lifts. I don't feel like everyone's watching me. And like nothing really changed. Yeah, I got a little bit bigger, but nothing really changed. All that changed was like my perception of everyone else around me. And my perception only changed because my confidence changed. So for you guys, like 
let's pull on confidence. And oftentimes we build our confidence based on our performance. But if you're trying to do something you've never done before, you don't have the performance to back up back up that confidence. So you can't per, you can't pull um, your confidence on performance. Like you can't let it rest on that. It has to come from somewhere else inside of you. So where does it come from? It comes from a belief about yourself. And I think this is the most important one, guys, for feeling like you belong. Is you got to realize that what makes you special, what makes you of worth is the same exact thing that what really, when you get down, and I'm talking about the deepest level, I'm not talking about like performance wise, but what makes you of value, what makes you of worth is the same thing that makes those people who do belong or in your eyes who do belong, it's the same exact thing that makes them of worth and of value. Like what makes us of worth and value is like we're created in God's image. Like I was reading my Bible today and I was just rereading the account and I just love how it's like, it talks about God breathing in the breath of life into man. And it's like God has breathed, breathed, <laughs> breathed, breathed in. He's put the breath of God in every single one of us. And like that's what makes us special. That's what makes us of worth. So when we can look around at the people around us and we don't feel like we belong somewhere and be like, you know what? Like God breathed life into them the same exact way that he breathed life into me. And that's really at the end of the day, like that's what makes me belong with this person next to me. That's what we have in common. It's not like how fast are they and how slow am I? How fit do they look and how unfit do I look? Like what makes us belong is the fact that we're made in the image of God and we all are and we all have the breath of God in us. So I hope that's been encouraging for you guys. I just really want you to feel like you belong. And that might be helpful too, you know, just to um, have that as a simple mantra that you pull on. Um, any moments that you feel like, I don't belong here, is just be like, I belong, I belong, I belong. Like just cultivating that belief, just literally pounding that belief into your mind because you really do like all of us belong so until next time guys happy training happy racing take courage and be courageous all right guys